You ever dealt some drugs or stolen some cash? There's a line on your income tax form to include it. On this week's edition of Tax Hacks, we're going to talk about illegal money and how the IRS handles it, and also one of the most infamous tax evasion cases in history, Val Capone. The IRS states that illegal income goes right on your Form 1040 as other income. Income from activities such as embezzlement, gambling, and selling stolen goods count as illegal income. The IRS does not require an exact amount of illegal income, rather an approximation is enough. The right to avoid revealing the precise source of illegal income stems from the protections offered by the Fifth Amendment, giving people the right to avoid self-incrimination. You may be asking why would someone want to provide information regarding their illegal income? Well, if an individual is involved in an illegal scheme, does not report their illegal income on their tax return, and suspects or knows that they will get caught, they'll be subject to double penalties. First, they'll be penalized for tax evasion and have to pay back the taxes they owe on the illegal income, as well as tax evasion penalties. Second, they will face whatever penalties are relevant to their illegal activity. Therefore, individuals choose to report illegal income in order to avoid the inevitable. Like mentioned earlier, today we're going to be focusing on Al Capone, but there are many other celebrities who have been charged for tax evasion. For example, Pete Rose, Lauren Hill, and Willie Nelson. For context, some of their consequences were Pete Rose is barred from the, being in the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown for supposedly betting on his baseball games and having several tax lands with the IRS. Willie Nelson owed nearly $16.5 million in back taxes and had all of his possessions seized by the IRS except for his guitar, Trigger. And Lauren Hill, who's a Grammy Award-winning singer, didn't pay the tax on $1.8 million of income and ended up spending three months in jail and another three on house arrest. Remember to follow along on our website to answer our weekly trivia questions and a chance to win the weekly prizes. This week's first trivia question is, which celebrity is infamous for not paying taxes on income from signing mem memorabilia? Now we're gonna go more in depth on illegal money, taxes, and IRS. As ridiculous as it sounds, the federal government requires that money acquired through illegal means must be recorded and taxed, just like legitimate income. It's listed on the official IRS tax instructions. Income from illegal activities, such as money from dealing illegal drugs, must be included on your income on Form 1040, Line 21, or on Schedule C if you're a self-employment activity. If you tell the IRS you made $2 million from stealing money or dealing drugs, does the agency tip off the cops? Legally, the IRS can't, unless a law enforcement agency gets a court order granting it access to a specific taxpayer's return. The IRS isn't supposed to proactively alert other agencies about misleads unless terrorism is involved. This expert is from the IRS website, according to Part 7, Chapter 20, after Section 6. After the 9-11 terrorist tax, uncovering sources of terrorist financing has become one of the biggest challenges facing the United States. Terrorist supporters have used charities and nonprofit organizations to raise money and provide logistical support for their operations. As part of the Comprehensive and Sustained Campaign Act Against Terrorism, financing all U.S. persons, including U.S.-based charities, are prohibited from dealing with persons identified as being associated with terrorism on OFAC, Special Designated Nationals and Blocked Persons List. Moving on to more specifics regarding illegal money and deductions. The IRS requires that income from illegal sources must be declared. The same rule doesn't apply to deductions. 
Under current tax law, you are not able to deduct any business expenses that violate the federal law. For example, a small business that sells shoes but also deals drugs can deduct the business expenses from the shoes but not the expenses from selling drugs. However, they are allowed to deduct legal fees incurred in defending themselves in any lawsuits related to the illegal activity. An issue that has recently been brought up when, uh, is when sources of business are legal under the state law but illegal under the federal law, such as marijuana dispensaries in certain states. This has created controversy in the tax world. Failing to report income can result in tax charges against tax evasion. Tax evasion refers to various actions and or activities in which an individual or business entity avoids paying their taxes due in part or in full. Our last trivia question for this podcast is, are expenses resulted from illegal income deductible? Most people don't realize why Al Capone was arrest, actually arrested, but we are gonna discuss his legal issues next. So take it away, Sam. Thanks, Maggie. Now let's get into a little bit about Al Capone. Al Capone was an American prohibition era gangster who dominated organized crime in Chicago from 1925 to 1931 and he became perhaps the most famous gangster in the United States. Capone most commonly goes by the nickname Scarface. He was born on January 17, 1899 in Brooklyn, New York, and died on January 25, 1947 in Palm Island, Miami Beach, Florida. On June 5, 1931, Capone was arrested for federal income tax evasion for the years 1925 through 1929. On June 12th, Capone and others were charged with conspiracy to violate prohibition laws for the years 1922 to 1931. While Capone was in Philadelphia's Eastern State Penitentiary, the feds were quietly building a case against him. Despite his public and extravagant lifestyle, Capone never filed a federal income tax return, claiming that he had no taxable income. The IRS special agent Frank Wilson and the T-men followed the money they gathered evidence that Capone had made millions of dollars on income that was never taxed. Capone was indicted on 22 counts of federal income tax evasion. However, Capone, bra Capone bragged that he had reached a plea agreement that would have set him to jail for just two years. The judge refused to accept the deal and the case went to trial. On October 18, 1931, Capone was convicted after trial and on November 24th was sentenced to 11 years in federal prison. He was fined $50,000 and charged over $7,000 for court cost. In addition to another $215,000 plus interest due on back taxes. The six month contempt of, court, of the court sentence was to be served concurrently. Today, these three fines and payments would total to around $4,230,000. On November 16, 1939, Al Capone was released after having served seven years, six months, and 15 days, and he had paid all fines and back taxes. In conclusion, we have discussed the consequences of tax evasion and the legal aspects of reporting illegal income. An interesting fact is the IRS doesn't require any details on the return beyond an approximation of how much you made. The hardest part comes if you get audited. There's usually no paper trail, so IRS agents will typically ask for the names and contact information for people that may have been part of the illegal transaction. The agency will then try to verify your numbers. 
All that we have talked about today deals with the U.S. Code and specifically Section 6103, which discusses confidentiality and disclosure of returns and return information. This section prohibits release of tax returns with a few exceptions. One of the exceptions to this confidentiality of return releases is that the state agency must request this information in writing and the request must be signed by an official designated to request tax information. The IRS is allowed to make limited disclosures of return information in the course of tax administration investigations to third parties if it is necessary to obtain information that is not otherwise reasonably available. The last exception is that the return information related to taxes imposed may be disclosed to the Social Security Administration as needed to carry out its responsibilities under, under the Social Security Act. There's a long list of potential penalties and consequences for tax evasion. Paying your taxes is a better deal than having any of the following happen to you. Some of the more serious tax evasion penalties include, first off, having to pay a penalty. If you act with the purpose of avoiding or defeating any tax owed to the IRS, you could be fined up to $250,000. Second penalty is having to pay interest. The IRS is required by law to charge interest when you don't pay on time. The interest accrues from the due date of your turn, regardless of extensions, until you pay the amount you owe in full. Another penalty, and definitely the most serious, is having to go to prison like Al Capone. If you're found guilty of tax evasion, you can go to federal prison for up to five years. Some of the other tax evasion penalties that are less serious are tax lien on your property, loss of your property, in which your property is sold to help pay your tax debt, like in the popular show Schitt's Creek, damage to your credit, and even a potential loss of your passport. If you lose your passport, the Department of State will not issue or renew your passport for having serious tax debt. So when you hear of a man like Al Capone going to prison, you would think it must have something to do with his gangster-related crimes. However, he is a perfect example that even if the police cannot take you down, the IRS sure can. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it.